0: What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. <sighs> this week has been crazy. Um, man, I don't know where to start. Well, let's start with the books, because that's probably why you're here. Um, actually, it was kind of nice. I had a snow day, right? And I finished the book that I had been reading on the last snow day so it was very strange it was like it was almost like no time had passed at all um even though it was like two weeks apart and that kind of messed with me um but the book was my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry it was great it was it was super good um I think I only gave it four stars though because like some of it was kind of like slow and I just didn't really care that much. Um, But I mean, it was great. Like not Frederick, it it is Frederick Backman, but it's not one of his best books, but it's definitely one like if you compare it to other authors, it's like much higher than like normal. Does that make sense? But I think out of everything that Frederick Bachman has written, I would say a man called Uve is still my favorite, and anxious people anxious people anxious people is actually probably number two. I really loved a man called Uve okay, um moving on, so I had this idea, or I had the idea for this episode, which is about coming-of-age books and, like, you know, being a teenager and whatever, I don't really know, um, because I am 17, and I feel like I've never done anything like that in my life, you know, like, I've never done anything that I feel like a normal high schooler does, and by normal, I I don't know, if it's like, like, you grow up watching all these movies and TV shows about how being a teenager is, like, one of the most exciting times of your life. Maybe not the best, but definitely, like, a prominent time. And I feel like up until now, like, like I haven't done anything that I actually want to remember. Like, I don't care about anything. Like, I have two friends, um, and that's it. Like, I like, I don't care about anything that I've done, even, like, academically, like, I don't really care, like, um, none of my accomplishments are actually worth remembering in five years, like, I know in five years I'm not going to care about, like, what I got on a math test, like, I I know, and I'm not going to remember either, so I feel like throughout my entire life as a teenager, um, and even before that, like, There's not much, like, I haven't made memories that I would want to tell stories about, you know? Like, if someone asked me to tell a story, like, I've got nothing, Um, which I think is okay. Like, I think that's fine. And I've spent, um, really, the past year just, like, focusing on myself. Like, I kind of, like, shut off everyone. Like, I cut off a lot of people that I talk to. And granted, like, it it wasn't bad. Like, I think I definitely needed to go through that um, and really just focus on myself. But I feel like I've been alone for so long and I've been, like, productive for so long that it's time for me to, like, live a little and, like, you know, just be a high schooler. Whatever. And, you know, it's like... I turned 17, um, a couple, well, like, a a couple months ago, yeah, I guess that would count as a couple months, um, okay, I turned 17 in January, right, and I don't know, I feel like 17 is such, like, 17 is the year of being a teenager, you know, like, 16 is exciting, because you get a drive, but it's, like, the introduction to being a teenager, right? And 18 is like like you're an adult, like you're pretty much an adult. Um you're teen- like you're not a teenager anymore even though you technically are, like you're more of an adult than you are a teenager, right? Um but 17, it's like it's the year and um I don't know. I feel like every song has 17 in it, right? Because it's such a year. Um, like you can drive, you have more freedom, but you still don't have like the responsibilities of being an adult or being in college um so yeah, i don't know um actually, I do know, so i how do i how should I tell this story i won't go too into it i'll just give like a brief rundown of how, like, I came to decide to do this week's episode on Coming of Age. Um, but basically, um, this week, well, I don't know if it counts as this week, but, yeah, this week, I went to a concert, um, my parents don't listen to this podcast either. They don't even know I have it, but I'll keep it brief. I went to a concert with some boys and, uh, um, I mean, it was great. Like, I had a lot of fun and it felt like I felt like a teenager for the first time. It felt like a movie. Like, that sounds so cheesy and corny, like, but it, like, it felt like a goddamn movie. Um... And I, like, that is a memory that I'll remember forever. Yeah. So I was thinking about, like, what are, what are some books that have moments like that, you know? And it's, like, transitioning from, like, dreaming of, uh, like, like, being older, I guess? I I don't know. What does coming of e- age even mean? Because I feel like I know what it means, but it's kind of weird to explain. Um, like, I think it's, like, the... It's basically 17. It's, like, when... It's when you start to, like... <sighs> yeah, here's the problem. I don't know how... I don't know how to explain it at all. Um... I, like, okay, this is, this is a bad definition. Wikipedia says, coming of age is a young person's transition from being a child to being an adult. Okay, that's, I was looking for something a little more philosophical, um, but, I mean, I guess that works. Oh, the specific age at which this transition takes place varies between societies, as does the nature of the change. Oh. Okay, well... Yeah, I mean, I guess technically it's transitioning from being a child to being an adult. But I think it's... it's more of, like, the period in between. You know, like when you're not one or the other, but it's like when you're in between. And this can definitely happen like multiple times throughout your life. I think in different scenarios because you're always changing um, and you're always growing. But in this context, I'm specifically thinking of like the teenager's transition, right? Um, And one of the first books that came to mind when I thought of this which, like, isn't original at all, and you can probably guess it, like, right now, like, make a guess, um, if you get it right, DM me, and I'll, like, send you a thumbs up, I don't know, (laughs) um, anyways, the first book is Perks of, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, um, because when I think of coming of age, I think of this, and, uh, I mean, it's, like, I mean, it wrote the coming-of-age book. Like, this is the coming-of-age book. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend. It's really fast and short and it's so enjoyable. And the way it's written, you can just, like, feel the characters, um, like, confused emotions about anything. That's another thing, like, that people don't really talk about it like this time is so confusing like you don't know like what to do you don't know who you are you don't know what you're supposed to do um you're kind of just trying to get by you don't know what's the right thing to do like is it better to have fun or is it better to um be productive I I don't know and that's the thing like no one knows even adults they don't know because when they were a kid they didn't know either so they can't tell anyone Everyone's just trying to get by, Um, and that's what makes everyone's story unique, especially during this time, because it's so transformative, and I think it doesn't always matter what you do, but it's, like, how you do it, and how you, uh, like, think about it, too. (laughs) That makes no sense, but... that's all you're gonna get, um, anyways, Perks of Being a Wallflower, also a great movie, I recommend it, um, yeah, moving on, another obvious one, we're just gonna go with it, because I think it fits, it's definitely coming of age, I didn't like it as much, because it's, I think it focused too much on, like, the con, the confusing emotions, but only the actions that resulted from the emotions and not the actual emotions themselves. Um, I'm probably wrong. But, yeah. And do you want to try to guess this one too? Because you probably can. Um, it's the catcher in the rye. I think it is definitely coming of age. I want to read it again. I didn't even like it the first time, but I I want to read it again. Is that weird? I'm going to read it again. Well, another book that I want to read again um, and that I've been thinking about a lot recently, um, I mean a lot always, but even more right now, Like, like I just... Want to reread it so bad, and maybe I will, but I want to buy a copy first so I can annotate it. It's normal people, and I know like the majority of the book they're like adults or like college or older or whatever, but in the beginning, like it feels so, um, like 17, like coming of age that's what it feels like when both Marianne and What's the guy's name? Connolly? I don't know. When both of them are in high school and they're trying to like navigate their relationship and who they are and who they could be for each other, that's another thing. It's like not only do you not know who you yourself are, but you're surrounded by so many people and you're starting to like understand. The benefits of creating a bond with someone and you start like craving that um or just like craving social interaction in general but if you don't know who you yourself are which I don't think anyone can um especially not when they're this young like even I like I spent an entire year just thinking about myself and who I am and I still have no idea um And so I think if you don't know who you are, like, you don't really know who you could be for someone else. Like, you don't know how to interact with them, really. Not just, like, on a social level. Like, yeah, like, everyone's awkward because you just don't have experience with that um, level of interaction. But also on, like, an emotional level. Because it's like... Even if you date someone, like, what does that mean when you're this young? Like, like what does it mean to love someone? What does it mean to care about someone? And how do you fit into that person's life? Um, Yeah, and those are just some thoughts that I think normal people highlights really well. I'm a big normal people stan. Um, Yeah. Okay. (sighs) Moving on. I feel like I'm going through this too fast. Let's talk about Aristotle and Dante. Um, er, Aristotle and Dante discovered the secrets of the universe. Sorry. But... This book was so interesting to me because usually, I mean, there wasn't really like a huge plot. It's definitely a character-driven book, and I think that's what made it so good because the author was able to show these two characters, these two high schoolers, and who they are and like the reader was able to learn who they were um but like only to the extent that the character themselves knew actually we probably knew more than what the characters themselves knew like um you got the sense that they didn't know who they were and they couldn't see like what they were doing and like what that said about them and you could especially see how like Dante could see like the best parts of Aristotle and vice versa and that was so interesting but because you could still like understand how like scared and alone the characters themselves felt and how much they admired the other person. And how they fell in love that way. Um, and I thought that was not only really powerful, but really beautiful too. And it's, it was probably one of the best, or two of the best young adult characters I've ever read about. Um, because of this and because of the way that the complexity of their emotions and how confused or how confusing this time is um because you don't know who you're going to be in the future and you don't know why you are the way you are now you don't even know like how you are now um And Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe was really good about that. I thought the title was kind of like, it kind of highlights that too, you know, like they discover the secrets of the universe, but really throughout the entire book, they're discovering the secrets of each other, right? And they're secrets that the other person doesn't even know about um, because they can't see it. They can't see who they are. They don't know who they are, but like the other person is telling them, they're seeing it, and they're telling them, um, and are their, their universe, so when you discover the secrets of the universe in someone else, it, it's amazing, okay, that was a lot, um, I think another book that does pretty much this exact same thing, but with, like, a more interesting plot and less focus on the characters. I feel like the characters weren't quite as well developed. Like, I've never read such characters. I mean, yes, I have. But it's rare to find characters like Aristotle and Dante. And I think and They Both Die at the End, uh, the characters are amazing. Like, they're really good. But they're not to, like, that same level. They're not to the level where... um. There's so much complexity, and the reader is, like, dragged along into it. Um, But, I mean, it definitely happened in They Both Die at the End. And I actually think I like They Both Die at the End more, because it also had a really cool plot. And it was, like, interesting, and it was painful, and um, the characters were still so amazing. (laughs) I thought it was funny that I put this on the list for coming of age, you know, because, like, it's their last day on Earth to live. Um, But, I mean, you kind of have to come of age that fast, right? So, in the book, you start with this main character who, kind of like me, um, has never really done anything exciting in their life. Like, they haven't done anything that they really want to do or anything that they feel like a teenager is supposed to do like they don't feel like they've been living their life they've just kind of been getting by they've just been surviving like going through the motions not like having fun not living not really living just existing um but when you find out that you only have one more day to live like you don't have time to grow up anymore and you realize that all the time that you thought you spent doing the right thing like maybe working towards a more successful future at the risk or like at the sake of your own happiness um temporary happiness but still or at the sake of your memories and at the sake of having fun as a kid you kind of real like like what if there is no future what if today is all you have and for him in the book like today was all he had um and there was nothing to do you had 24 hours to make at least one memory um to remember what your life was because when you die like what do you have um what what are you gonna bring with you what do you first of all, what do you leave in the world? I think that's important. But also, what do you bring with you? Like, what made life worth living? What was enjoyable? It Was it your job? I mean, it might be. I don't know. Um, but I think memories are, like, one of the most valuable things in life. And a lot of times, um, at least for me, I feel like I sacrifice it because I tell myself that my future is more important and that other stuff is more important and I don't need to make memories now because I can make them later. But what if there is no later? What if today is the last day that you live? And that was a really interesting concept that was explored in They Both Die at the End because the author basically like, took this possibility and this like hypothetical um, that will probably never happen to me at least um, but, like, the thought of it and, like, like what if that did happen? Like, what if, what if I could die tomorrow? Which I can. Anyone can die in the next second. And, like, what will you have done? Will you have lived a life that you think was worth it? Like, there is no later. You only have now. And now... Ugh, okay, I'm rambling. I'm so sorry for that. But... I think, I think this book was so powerful and um, made such an impression on me, even though I read it maybe four years ago, I still remember it vividly um, because of this and because I think it kind of scared me. Um, I was like, what if, like, if I do die tomorrow what will I have? What will I have done? And what will I remember? And would it have been worth it? Would I live that exact same life over again? Yeah. Um, So when they only had one day to pretty much grow up and try to connect with someone, to feel like, you're not alone in the world. Um, it was really... It was really... I don't know. It was something. It was definitely... Something. Um, and I think everyone needs to remember that... While preparing for your future is definitely important and... um like, long-term goals are amazing and really great, it's also important to have a balance between, like, your future and your past and your present, because, like, right now you're living in the present, and if you worry too much about um, either of the other two, like, you're gonna miss the present, and, and, like, like you won't you won't be able to do anything about it. Um I think another book that has a similar topic but portrayed in a little bit of a different way is The Sun Is Also a Star, which I also read 4 years ago and I still have not gone uh like maybe a week without thinking about it because it was such an incredible book to me because of the way that um, the author, like, shrunk down the story into one day. Like, you had one day to try to save yourself and your family and in the process, like, meet someone and develop a connection and kind of fall in love. Um, And I think... Especially when you look at these two books together. Um, both The Sun is Also a Star and They Both Die at the End. They're very similar, but they also have like quite a few differences. I would say that The Sun is Also a Star is more um, about a girl who is... Well, actually, it's about both of them. I think it's both of their stories, and it's about how they accidentally, like, live the day. Like, they're both so overwhelmed and stressed with what could happen tomorrow, um, that they're almost, like, forced to just live in today. Like they have no other choice. Like they're trying like even when they try to like do stuff for tomorrow, they're still today. And to them, the other person is there today. It's their present. It's um it's what they're doing now. And that was hard. That was hard for both of them, I think. And was also like really beautiful um and yeah I love that book but then in they both die at the end it's like they're also really worried about their future because they're supposed to die like that day um so obviously they're worried about it and they're trying to take so many precautions and like try to stop death from happening uh just to live another day but then it's also like if you do live another day like what are you what are you going to do because before today before before you learned that you were going to die you hadn't been living you ha- you had one day to live and if you had never learned that you were going to die that day maybe you never would have lived so like it's almost like dying allowed them to really, like, live their life. Um, Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. These are definitely some of my favorite books, uh, or my favorite kinds of books, especially the last two, um, because I think when you're forced to see, like, what could happen tomorrow. You really just want to live in today uh, because you don't really have a choice. Um, And I think that's also a really big part of growing up. It's not just about identity, but it's also about how you live your life and what you want to do with it. Okay, I hope... Everyone had a great time. I had fun. Um, This episode went by really fast because I just, I love these books so much. And I hope if you are um, experiencing something similar to I Am Right Now, that you live your life and you enjoy it and you have fun because you never know what can happen tomorrow. And I'm not saying to like throw away your future, but just make sure that there is a balance because the most important thing in life, I think, is balance. And it's really hard to lose sight of that when the things that you want to balance it with or the things that you need to balance it with are things that society often calls unproductive or unsuccessful. Um, But don't listen to them. Because if you have fun and if you enjoy what you're doing, then it's always worth it. So, okay. I'll see you all next week. Bye.